You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 380. In this episode, I talk to Ron Reich about launching in challenging times. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today, I speak with Ron Rye, a marketing specialist and expert in launching. After launching 50 of his own products, he became the secret weapon behind the launches of many big names, including Selena So and Denise Duffield Thomas. He has managed numerous multi-million dollar marketing campaigns and today helps entrepreneurs get from six to seven figures and beyond. In this episode, we talk about launching in challenging times. I'm taking this opportunity before we dive into the episode to remind you of the self-made fund. We created our own fund in March to support self-made entrepreneurs in need who can't cover rent and food during these difficult times. We started the fund with our own $10,000 contribution and are adding 10% of our revenue over a 90-day period. So far, over $47,000 have been donated to the fund and we've paid out a total of $4,915. The money has gone to help 13 women, including a single mother who is giving online sewing classes to make ends meet, and a physical therapist who decided to stop working to keep her clients safe from exposure. Are you an online entrepreneur in need of support, or would you like to contribute to the self-made fund? Go to the show notes at signal.com forward slash 380, where you can find a link to apply or contribute to the self-made fund, plus all the links to Ron Reich. I'm so excited to be here with Ron Reich and have him finally on my podcast after knowing him for quite some time. So it was overdue and welcome on the show, Ron. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. So I always like to share how I know people if I know them before. I prefer actually to invite people on the show that I know before. And it was, I think... Was it last year already? I think so. Where Selena So, I had a call with her as I was preparing for my conference, which I've had now had to postpone to next year. And she started to connect with me with a lot of people, including you. And then we hopped on a call very quickly and talked about launching. And we figured out, oh, we both love launching. Yes. Yes. This is our, this is our big shared passion for sure. Yes. 100%. Super passion. Launching is my favorite thing in online business. And uh, you've been helping a lot of people with launching. So we found their topic there. Then we had a strategy session and we met recently in San Diego. So finally we made this podcast happen. But my bet is that a lot of my listeners do not uh, know you yet, but after this episode, they will. <laughs> so launching, I assume you've not been doing that your whole life. So what brought you to the topic launching? Like how far do we need to go back? <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, I'll just give you my very trunc- 
very, very quick biography, which will actually explain how I got into uh, becoming the launch, the launch expert that I am. So essentially, my story, it actually starts out when I was younger, actually when I was in second grade. The very quick story is that I came home from school one day and my mom had some bad news for me. She told me that I was going to have to be held back in the second grade. And this was like very traumatic for me. And it was kind of like, that was kind of my first ever personal development pep talk of my life in in a lot of ways. And so it was kind of ever since that time, I was, I believe, five years old at the time. I always had a ship on on my shoulder that that I wanted to be successful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I ended up, you know, I ended up doing good in school. I ended up becoming a lawyer because I thought that would, was a good sign of success. But that actually, uh, that was not the right job for me. So one thing led to another and I got involved into, I got involved in online marketing. And for the first half of my career, I worked with um, another expert. I was the behind the scenes person. And in that business, we launched like, we launched about 50 of our own products. And I ended up um, starting another business. No, actually, I launched 30 products in that business. Then that business wasn't quite the best for me. So I got into another niche, actually dog training, hence uh, my... Oh, we have a dog with us. You don't see it if you're listening, but there is a dog on the video. Yeah, I love this it. Is, this, is, this is Trevor. And so I launched, I think about basically a total of 50 of my own products between those two businesses. And then one thing led to another and actually got involved uh, working with this guy by the name of Ryan Levesque, who some of your listeners may know, uh, a well-known uh, marketer and expert in the space. And he brought me on at his market as his marketing director, basically running a lot of his running his launches and a lot of his marketing and things like that. And that's kind of what got me into the online education business. And then I kind of and then working with Ryan, I kind of be, became known as this like behind the scenes person behind all these big launches, like working with people, yeah, like Ryan, Todd Herman, our friends Lena Sue, Denise Duffield Thomas, who I probably has been on the show before. So yeah, one thing led to another. And then since I was kind of known as this behind the scenes launch person, eventually I wanted to kind of like, you know, help more people. So that's why I kind of started to talk about launches kind of more public facing to help everybody, not just the big A players, as I like to call them, have uh, like yourself have, uh, you know, six and seven figure launches. So you just learned it on the job to promote and sell these products? Well, yeah, I mean, in a way I, I would say, you know, learning by doing, but I would say that yeah, of course, I, I had studied courses and things like that. And I kind of, I've been a marketing junkie since basically since my third year of law school. That's when I, re- I really got involved in, in learning about marketing. My first big mentor was a guy by the name of Dan Kennedy, who all of your listeners uh, should check out if they have not already. Um, so that was back in 2000, um, that was 2005, 2006. So over, so almost 15 years ago, was I, I started studying marketing. And then I think I did, I first found out about launches. I actually saw Jeff Walker speak at a Dan Kennedy conference back in 2006. Yeah, I remember that pretty vividly. And that's when I found I first heard about the launching. And then I ended up, then I kind of launched, did my first launch, which turned out, of course, not to be very, very good. This is when I was in law, in law school. So I had a product, my, pro, my first product was basically time management for law students, which wasn't exactly, you know, the, the hottest topic. But anyways, I, um, so yeah, from working with that, and then I ended up getting involved in this, and that, that was actually my first business was how to um, time management for law students. That business didn't really do very, very well. But then I had this other business with, with a partner. This, this was in the relationship space. Yeah, we kind of like 
you know, we need to make some money. So, Hey, what's the best way to make some money? I was like, Oh, let's, Hey, let's do a launch. I, I've heard about these launch things. These things like a thing that, uh, that, that, that we could do. And so <laughs> the quick story there. So that was my first ever big launch. This was at the end of 2008. And, um, we actually ended up that launch ended up doing $150,000 in revenue. Although we lost about a hundred thousand dollars because the day our cart opened, our merchant account wasn't actually uh, the gateway to the merchant account wasn't actually connected. So we had all these people trying to give us money, but it, but the orders were not going through. So that was very traumatic. I, that was, that's where I learned the lesson. You definitely always want to test your checkout page with an actual credit card in real time to make sure that uh, you know b- before you actually launch anything. So that was my first. Um, big launch, like with, with all, all the moving parts and things like that. And then from that business, yeah, we just kind of got into that, to the rhythm of we would kind of come up with a new product every month or two. So from that, that's how I kind of really, really learned, um, learned the in, ins and outs of, of launching. And then it's just been, um, that's really been just a big passion of mine, basically since, yeah, since I've been, since I started out as a, as a marketing professional. And we'll definitely talk, we'll definitely talk about the different types of launches. Yeah, but you have been doing this for a very long time, longer than most people that I know. I would imagine so, yes. <laughs> and uh, you you had your mistakes that we all need to have in the beginning, <laughs> and then you learn from them. Is your favorite launch method still that Jeff Walker type of a launch? Not exactly. So that's one of the things that, um, so one of my kind of pet peeves really is that now, obviously, Jeff Walker, he's, uh, he's an amazing expert. He's the godfather. You know, credit to him for putting launches on the map and being the, the ultimate launch master. And at the same time, like he has a specific, you know, he calls it the product launch formula, which most people who do the product launch formula, as he teaches it, it's, it's a very specific formula where essentially it's three video, like it's a, it's a series of three videos that leads either to a sales page or, video number four is like is a sales video and that was popularized from that process as well as a lot of people doing these really big launches with lots of affiliates and things like that like our friend selena does or marie forleo is really famous for her big b school launch and there's quite a few other examples and so many people think that when they hear launch the only thing they see is they see a three-part video series with a lot of affiliates and they think that is the only type of launch there is so, so my contention is that, so yeah, there's a lot of principles in that specific formulas that you would use in any, in any kind of quote unquote launch. But again, that's not the only um, launch strategy there is. The way I actually, I use the term launches because that's a, that's a very common term in the industry and that people really know about, that everybody understands. But when I say the word launch, what I really mean is what I call a marketing event. That's something that happens in real time with a beginning, middle, and an end. So a launch could be, of course, yeah, a three-part video series like the Jeff Walker product launch formula style. At the same time, you know, I would like if someone's doing doing a big summit, for example, I, I would consider that a version of a launch. Or oftentimes, there's other ways of doing launch, like other ways of doing big launches, even with affiliates. Like there's launches that are just based on a webinar or a series of webinars. Or like a, like these days, you know, challenge launches are really really powerful as well. So yeah, so to answer your question. The uh, Jeff Walker process is a really, really good one, but it's not the only one. The big thing I would say is that every launch, there, there are certain kind of like check, check boxes that you need to check. And then as long as you're checking those boxes, then you have 
a lot of flexibility as to what what the actual medium, what the actual strategy you're going to use is, if that makes sense. So what has changed now? Now times are somehow different. People are worried about the recession. And then the discussion was like, should you be selling? Should you not be selling? I think we've answered that question already. People are selling. People are launching. But what does that change uh, when it comes to launching today? So in a lot of ways, with, with this new, um, the, the new world that we're in post-pandemic, um, you know, it seems like a lot of things have changed. And yes, a lot of things have changed. If you look at the way the world is now uh, versus where it was, you know, where it was at the beginning of the year, things have changed. At the same time, when it comes to marketing, I wouldn't say things have changed so much, but more so the fact that everything is amplified. So for example, there's like less buyers these days. So there's a certain amount of people that just are not buying stuff because people are scared or whatnot. But there still are people that are buying things, for example. And what that means is that as marketing professionals, as salespeople, as marketers, as people with businesses, as entrepreneurs, our marketing just needs to be that much better. It just has to be that much amplified. So for example, um, there's a lot of people are pointing out that you know when times are good, as they have been up and up very recently, when times are good, you can talk more to the marketing that you're going to talk to them. It's more about kind of being more aspirational, kind of talking, you know, stuff that's more about, you know, making an impact and really making a difference in the world, which of course, that's, there's a lot of that that still resonates with a lot. At the same time, recently, since a lot of people, there's just, you know, there's a lot less money going around. And some people have have had to make some difficult decisions regarding, you know, laying off employees and things like that. A lot of people, they're not, you know, it's not so much about, oh, you know, I want to change the world. It's, hey, I need to make sure I make payroll next month. So that's what you have, you have to talk to. So the thing is you have, there's really, well, I guess what I'm getting at is there's a lot less margin for error when it comes to your marketing uh, these days as there was, you know, a couple, you know, a couple months ago when, when people are just more, it's more, kind of more of a, more of a seller's market. And this is just, this, it's the exact same thing with launches. In the sense that, so I'm always been a big fan of launching. Uh, what what I, when I say launches again, what I really mean is getting into a promotional rhythm where you're consistently, you know, coming out with new offers on a regular basis, or kind of repositioning other offers that you have. Because if you're just relying on automation, you're just not going to be relevant. And this, I mean, and I and I've been. And this is kind of, I hate to say it, but this is kind of like one of those it's kind of a weird to say, but kind of like an I told you so moment like this, uh, what happened with the recent pandemic, because because the truth of the matter is if you were just relying on automation, you know, then you're just not as relevant. And people can, on some level, people people can tell if you're not coming out with fresh new stuff, a fresh new message, that's really up to the second. So now with what's happening right now, like the new the news, things literally change every every day, right? Every 20, every 48 hours, things are different. So that's why it's just more important than ever to be really yet yeah, to be launching, to be, to be relevant. And it's kind of interesting to me that a lot of people who, uh, like recently they had, a, they had these long automated sequences and the smart ones, they just basically stop, pause all their automated sequences because all those messages that were going to be going out would just not be relevant to people who are consuming them in, in kind of our post pandemic. So, so yeah, in a lot of ways, Generally, the launch launching hasn't changed very much, but the big things is that you have to be 
every, again, like I said, everything's amplified. So there are three main reasons, and I've been studying launches for quite a long time. There, the three main reasons why I see launches fail are then not, they're not in any particular order, but there's the kind of three most important ones that I've seen over and over again are number one is there's just no desire. The product that you're selling is just something that people don't want. The number two reason is that what you're selling doesn't come across as new and different than what they've seen before. It seems like it's the same old thing. And the number three reason is that you just don't have, the audience just isn't there. You just don't have enough, you just don't have any people or you don't have enough people there that are gonna be there to hit your, to hit your revenue goals. Um, so just kind of to talk about each of those and how they relate to today's time. So desire, right? So this is the whole thing, is that it's really, really interesting that people still have their, they, they have desire to, especially most people who are listening to this or many people, if they're in the business of helping others, you know, with online businesses or they're helping other people with personal development or with health and things like that. These are still things that people, that people want, but you just have to create like a more, um, you just have to give them like the best, a really, really good offer. And the thing that's interesting is that they're, um, there still is a lot of flexibility when it comes to prices. It's not that the market is, the market is generally price sensitive, but it's not always price sensitive. So let me give you, here's let me give you an example of a really good promotion slash launch that, that I just saw was, uh, so Brendan Bouchard, who's like one of the, you know, one of the number one, you know, influencers in this space. I just saw a couple of days ago, he's doing a launch, which looks like it's, I'm, I'm guessing it's going all right. He's a smart guy. He basically is, um, launching a product called it's, it's it's called the total product blueprint it's a product on how to basically on how to build a digital business uh and his messaging which is very true it's like hey now is the time the digital economy is here and he has a whole product that that, that whole product is only about how to build digital products and digital businesses and he formally sold that product for between like two thousand and five thousand dollars and now he's doing the special promotion where you're getting that product for for a thousand dollars. He's doing a fifty percent off sale. You're getting that product for a thousand dollars. So if you look at everything he's doing, and the way that so like the way he's positioned to his audience, and the people who really know, like, and trust him, they to their eyes, they're seeing they're not seeing like a thousand. They're not just seeing like a thousand dollars that's going to be leaving my leaving my wallet. That's going to go into oblivion. They're seeing wow for in quotes, only a thousand dollars, you know, which is way less than five thousand dollars or two thousand dollars. I have this savior that's going to help me, you know, build an online business. But again, the thing is, you know, a thousand dollars is still a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? But he's but but he's able to get that. I mean, I don't have any inside information about this, but I imagine that promotion is, is is doing well. But he's able to do that, not just because of his positioning, but because that desire is there. And the fact that he's really making people an irresistible offer. This is the whole thing. I mean, I did a post about this the other day, and I know you did something really, really recent on this as well, which uh, we can talk about, is that it's kind of always, you know, the way you make money online is you have to make, make, make your best offer possible or make, you have to make you a really, really good offer. So my, the thing that I've been telling people lately is now is the time to make, you know, what is like the absolute best offer you could possibly make? And, and oftentimes... Not always, but oftentimes that that offer might be less than what you sold something for before. It might be a lower a lower investment, 
at the same time, these things are like relative, right? Because like, you know, Brendan Bouchard just sold a thousand dollar product for, you know, which is quote unquote, not very much for him because most of his stuff is, is a little bit more, more expensive when he's selling to business owners. But again, a thousand dollars is still, is still a thousand dollars. So hopefully um, some of that landed. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So you think it doesn't hurt him to discount the price on a product that he might be selling later again for a higher price? This is where there's there's nuance to it. I, I mean, the, here's the thing. The thing I would say is that, so he's very strategic. So in this specific case, I think it's, no, I think it's a good idea because I, I think right now, there's because again it's all about being relevant it's all about being in the moment and things like that and so you know the positioning is you know i you know i i know i normally wouldn't do this i want to help as many people as possible that's why i'm discounting this this is the only time i'm going to do this to me that's that's powerful messaging and again he has other products he can kind of do he has flexibility on like that's not the one product that, that he has for example so i actually don't i actually think that's fine and i actually think overall if you're someone who has, who's been positioned at, at the high end of the market, this actually now is a really, really good time. There is just, there just, it's just an opportunity to, to have lower end offers. Now, the thing is, you can't really do this unless you already are kind of positioned as the high, at, at the high end of the market. But there are people who, you know, they only have, um, or I did something similar to this, as you know, like a, like if you only have a high end offer, like if the only way people can work with you is by spending, you know, two, three, five, ten thousand dollars, but you still have a lot, there still are a lot of people that are paying attention to you that would like to work with you, but they just don't have that money. So now it's like, hey, you have this message. Hey, well, you know, normally I only work with work with X amount of people, but because of the way the world is right now, I want to help more people. I'm gonna maybe not discounting their product. I mean, people could do that. Or just I, I'm releasing this offer, which is a lot less expensive than what than what I've normally done. There's a lot of people that are, um, yeah. I mean, there's I've seen people that are doing similar things, which is working. And again, another thing to consider is that the people there still is a segment of the market that has a lot of money, and there is a segment of the market that is they're just really in for a variety of reasons. They really are in growth mode. You know, there are people that are still, that are doing really well or people or people that's, you know, honestly, they see opportunity of what's going on right now. What I'm getting at is for those of us with, with high end offers, there is, you still can sell your high end offer. There still are high end buyers out there. They just might be, they just might've shifted around, you know, recently based on kind of the current events. Mm. So you talked about desire, that desire has to be there. Then the second piece, why launches fail? Yeah, it has to be new and things have to be new and different. Thanks for keeping me on track here. They, they fail because it, it does not come across as new and different than what they've seen, seen before. That's, re- that's something that we've really been noticing in recent years where, okay, so maybe four or five years ago, actually probably more than that, to be honest, but at least let's say five, six, seven years ago or more, what a lot of people would do is, the, every year they would do a launch for the same product. They might do a big launch for the same product and they would just relaunch the same product, like the exact same product over and over again. What we were finding over the, and it's, I really started noticing, noticed this back kind of in, you know, 2016, 2017, 2008, kind of basically around that time where a lot of people who were doing that, 
their launches were just getting progressively, you know, worse, worse and worse. They weren't, they just weren't doing this good. Like it wasn't necessarily because there was less people there. It's just like people just got bored of things. So that's, this is why it's really important to come across as new and different, as new and different. The thing is, is that people, the truth of the matter is, is that people like to chase shiny objects and people believe that the grass is always greener. People believe that what they, what they don't have is better than what they, what they do have. Right. So that's why it's just like, it's, it's that much more important for us to be as different, as relevant as possible. And again, as we, as we're saying with like our current times, everything being amplified, you know, this is like one thing where you can't sell this thing that you were selling a couple months ago, but you definitely do have to make sure that what you're selling now is very, very relevant to the current times. Right. So people with, still be able to sell the same product year after year if people have the feeling it's updated or the messaging is more yeah exactly and sometimes and this is one of those things where there's no exact form there's there's options but this is where you have to update it you have to kind of you know i've seen some people they've kind of done good they'll 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 call their product you know version 2.0 version 3.0 they'll do different things or sometimes this is the uh you know this is a more of a marketing e type thing to do where you could basically take your kind of similar product or your similar content but you actually change the name and reposition it as a different way this is the idea of dan kennedy says it's the same same piece of candy with a different different wrapping paper essentially so doing things like that is is um is very helpful it's like yeah so for example like right now i think i might consider doing a lot of what i'm sure people are doing this but a thing that that you might want that a person might want to consider is that someone might have like a, a marketing program that shows people how to make how to make money or that might have a bunch of promotions in it, for example. You know, a month ago that might have been, you know, 10 surefire marketing promotions. But then if you if you were to like reposition that right now as like your recession rescue kit, then it would probably sell better than even though it's even though it's the exact same same content, if that makes sense. To the last piece, why launches fail, it's a numbers game, right? Yeah, absolutely. This is the whole thing is that marketing and sales and conversion, it's always a numbers game. And to that point, a lot of people just, it really, it literally is a math problem in the sense that, so this is very, very generally, but the way when I'm looking at like kind of backwards engineering, like how much launch revenue a client's going to make, or I'm going to make, for example, or a friend's going to make, what I, what, what I like to look at kind of my my main rule of thumb is that you want to be able to convert two to 5% of whatever universe is paying attention to you or whatever kind of your quote unquote launch list is, which can be, you know, and there's different ways of looking at this and, and there's very different variations. So for example, I would call like, if you have a launch that's based on a webinar or I would just say like the amount of w- webinar registrants you have is, it would be your launch list. Or if you have a challenge, you know, the other people that sign for your challenge would, would be kind of your, the universe that I, would, that I would be looking at. And if you have a three-part video series, the people that opted into that. And then sometimes if, we're, if, if you're doing more of an internal promotion just to your own list, I would be looking at like the amount of people that, are, that, have, that have been consistently opening up my emails over the past month or so. So if you see that, you know, there's like a thousand people consistently, you're kind of getting, that's kind of your, that, that's kind of the universe we'd be looking at. And you want to convert, well, the way I look at it, <laughs> 2% of your list, that's kind of good 
but that's kind of the baseline we like to get. It's like at least 2% is good. Anything that's below 2% is not so good. If it's below 1%, it's very, it's really not good. But if you get more than like three, four, 5%, like anything over, anything over 5% is really, really, really good. So this is why yeah, a lot of times people might have goals to do really, really big launches and the conversions are actually really good. So for example, if somebody has a, a some kind of launches of a, of a, a thousand people, and they make 50 sales, maybe they have a thousand dollar products and they make 50 sales, that's a 5% conversion rate. That's like really, really good. You did it and that's a $50,000 launch, but maybe this person had grand plans to do it, to do a, their first six figure launch and they're like not feeling so good about themselves. But again, like you, like you mentioned, it's, it's a numbers game. The, the numbers just aren't, the numbers just aren't there to, I mean, anyways, 50,000 that's cool. I mean, hopefully this person in this imagination there isn't complaining too much, but yeah, like if the numbers aren't there to do, you know, if someone wants to, you know, if somebody wants to accept their first seven figure launch, you with exceptions. I mean, if you're definitely, if you're selling a product like a thousand or $2,000 product, it's very difficult to do a seven figure launch really without a lot of traffic, without a lot, a lot of affiliates. So that's just the thing to keep in mind that when people are kind of looking to kind of uh, figure out how much they want to make from a launch. Yeah. Yeah, talking about a seven-figure launch, that's something I've been <laughs> working on, not achieved yet. I will definitely let the whole world know when I achieve it. But the challenge has been Facebook ads, uh, the whole not being able to ramp up ads quickly enough, uh, account being shut down or, or ads being rejected. I think all of last year was very challenging for many in business and marketing uh, that we had to change all our language and everything. And so, yeah. Still working on it, still working on it. But you, you, you gave me a few tips of us that one thing you said to me when we spoke, it's been a while ago, you're not going to have a seven-figure launch unless you're willing to go on a call with prospects. Yes, yes. The, in this day and age, that is absolutely true, 100%. Yeah, this is one of the things, um, and this is really, when people have been asking me, what's the number one thing that's moving the needle the most in launches? And really for the, for, I think it's been over a year since we had that conversation, the number one thing that really is making a difference really is different variations of personal connection. That one-on-one -on -one connection is what makes a huge difference. So there's, that plays out in different ways, but the main ways that that plays out, I want to give you just a couple of examples of things that can work really, really well when it comes to that. So yeah, so definitely if you're selling any, I mean, really, you're going to make more sales. If you're willing to do sales calls, period, you're going, you're, 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 your conversions are going to be higher. So a lot of people who are doing these bigger, kind of bigger launches for kind of one or $2,000 products, like, like our friend Selena, whose uh, launch is going, going on right now, you know, they'll have, they'll have uh, salespeople that'll do, um, that, that, that are willing to connect sales calls. And that makes a huge difference. Uh, and again, if you're not, if you don't have a big team, if you are the person who's willing to get on those calls, your conversions are going to be through, through the roof. It's definitely something worth doing. The other thing that makes a huge difference is any kind of personal touches you can do. So I'm a huge fan of the software bombbomb.com, which is a video messaging software, where essentially what you can do is you can send personalized videos that are embedded in people's emails. And here's the thing, if you as the expert who have, if you're in the middle of a launch, and if like during the 48 hours before your cart closes, if you send a personalized video to um, someone who had, um, who's been opening up your, who's been opening up your emails lately, 
who's who you know is paying attention to you or who's like clicked on the um, on the uh, on the link to check out the sales page. If you send them a personalized video from you mentioning their name, so that so so does you like it, it's a personalized message. If you actually do do that to you know to as many people as possible, your conversions are really really gonna are really gonna go through through the roof. Basically, because it is that personal touch that makes that makes a huge difference. And I know a lot. There's a lot of um. I've told some some pretty big names that, and they've done this that toward the um, in the last you know 24 40 hours of the launch, some of them they'll just spend hours just recording personalized videos or, or doing uh you know uh, voice memos because that really is during all that is like the highest leverage thing they could possibly do. It might sound like a kind of quote unquote grunt work or they're too good for it. But really that's what makes a that's what makes a huge difference. And one thing I would say is that if you look at um political season, we've been in political season the for this last uh you know for the last year or so in in the United States. And the thing is any politician running for office, regardless of what side they're on, the thing that they're spending a lot of their time doing is just getting on the picking up the phone and cold calling people to get money out of them, right? So there, that's just kind of like that. Really, is what it takes to be you being willing to actually, you know, have an uncomfortable conversation. That really is for all of us. It pretty much is the most high value thing we can possibly do. So yeah, again, it it really is like that personalized touch. And again, of course, in this day and age. I was saying this, I mean, this has been true for quite a while. Not, I'm not the only one who was saying this. With like our world becoming more and more distracted, more and more disconnected with like social media and everything like that. So because of that, there's a huge opportunity to stand out if you're really able to, if you really focus on that human connection. And that was really true. That was really true three months ago. But again, now it's even more true in the current climate because people, you know, they, they can't really leave their house. So anything, any personalized thing you can do is going to make a huge difference. So basically it boils down to just doing everything better. Uh, the same methods that worked before, they still work, but people are going to notice if someone is just trying to wing it versus someone that goes into it really professional is willing to go all in and uh, have that relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's the whole thing is that it is true that in a lot of ways, you know, marketing is marketing is marketing in the, in the sense that the stuff that we're doing, it's based on psychology that's deep in our, that's deep in our DNA. So things like, you know, that personal connection, if, if, if I believe that you really understand me and can really, really solve my problem and you can prove to me that you could solve my problem, I'll find the money to, to buy that thing. But again, your messaging and the way you talk to me might be different now or probably is different now than it was you know, a couple months ago. But again, that's why it's up to us as marketers and as business people to, we have to really understand exactly where our clients are at right now or our, our potential clients are right now and come up with stuff that we know is really, really perfect for them in this, this current climate. And people who are able to do that, those are the people who are really going to win in these coming months. And they will. And Ron, I think uh, we want to let the users know, listeners, those who watch this, where to find you and learn more. What I want to say about Ron, I love reading your Facebook posts, your emails. You're really good with words. You study people. You're studying the market, sales and launching. So even just reading that, I highly recommend that my listeners go and check you out. So where do they find most of your material? Yeah. So the best place they can go to is, yeah, if, if you go find me on Facebook, yeah, my name is yeah Ron Reich, R-O-N-R-E-I-C-H. And then I have a Facebook group called Heroic Profits for Mission-Driven Entrepreneurs. 
Heroic Profits for Mission Driven Entrepreneurs. If they just go to, uh, yeah, if they just type in Heroic Profits, um, they'll be able to find that. And there's a lot of uh, excellent content in that, in that group. I can attest to that. So we'll put that all in the show notes uh, where you can find it easily. Ron, it's been a pleasure. We could talk forever about launching, but let's leave it for now. Maybe you'll just come back and tell us more. All right. Can't wait for that. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. Go to the show notes at sigma.com forward slash 380, where you can find a link to apply or contribute to the self-made fund, plus all the links to Ron Reich. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your Insta story or Instagram post using my handle Sigrun.com and the hashtag Sigrun Show. See you in the next episode.